Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Gabriel Devine. He is Titanic. We're coming to you live with another episode of Wrestling with the Locals. Today, our guest is a legend around the Mid-South area and all over the wrestling business. He will be featured on Ring Warriors on WGN. He will also be... He is also a three-time NWA Tag Team Champion as one half of the Naturals. Can't say a good enough good things about him. We spoke to uh, another superstar earlier on on our show, Mr. Ron Horn, who said several good things and said that this young gentleman that we're fixing to talk to has got a huge, huge heart. And without further ado, Titanic, unless you've got anything to say, we'll bring our guest on. Bring him, bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Chase Stevens. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good, man. How you been? I understand that. So, uh, Chase, the way this works is I'll ask you some questions and we'll let you tell some stories and find out what you're up to these days and we'll go from there. That sounds good, man. I'm ready. All right, brother. So, uh, what year did you start wrestling and who trained you? I started in 97. Um, I was originally trained by Tracy Smothers, while I saw the boy, uh, traveled to surfing with him for quite a few, I guess, you know, probably, probably a year, a little over a year. And then, um, then I jumped in with, uh, Kurt Henning and Child of Rose with Kurt for a little while, uh, get polished. And then I jumped in with Wes Thatcher and Ricky Steamboat and Child with them doing seminars, uh, all around. And I think right about that time is whenever I signed with, uh, Um, start traveling then, you know, uh, 
while I was in high school and all. And then uh, straight out of high school, I joined the Army for fluid uh, boxing. You know, uh, I was training for the Olympics. And I ended up uh, gaining, you know, quite a bit of weight while I was uh, in basic training, doing AIT, and doing all my other um, schooling and everything. So I didn't suit my weight class at that point in time. So I had to start all over pretty much. Um, then when I got back home, uh, my boxing instructor passed away. You know, just uh, old age and everything. Been around a long time. And uh, so I went to the MMA fight in St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, made a bid on that show on the card. I didn't even, I didn't have a clue what I just got myself into, by the way. It was like, you know, mm-hmm. I thought it was like underground fighting and all this, you know. And then I knew about UFC had come out and they had a few VHSs out at the time, but it wasn't like, it wasn't major like what it is today. And you didn't really hear about it because you were in the videos and, and you could watch them at home, but, you know, that happened a year prior, you know, it was tournament. So when I went down there, I, Dan Severance was the main event that night. He had the UFC title. And, um, so I stayed and watched the main event, and when he was coming to the back, uh, he, grabbed, he told me not to leave, but he was off to me. So uh, I thought I was in trouble. I thought I did something wrong. Um, so I went in the bathroom, changed, and everything, and finally went in, and he thought I was already a professional wrestler. He was talking to me like I was a professional, and I didn't have a clue what he thought. So it took a while for me to understand what he was saying. He kept laughing, thinking I was joking around with him, but I was dead serious. I didn't have a clue what was going on. So uh, he's the one who got me my contact info, and he told me I was born to be a pro wrestler. So my charisma and, you know, my talking ability and the way I move in the ring, he said, uh, that, uh, you know, I was, I was born for this. So, uh, you know, I figured, you know, why not? You know, somebody tells you something like that, and they're that kind of name, why not try it? You know, so, uh, so I called the numbers, and he got me in touch with and I got to Edmondsville Coliseum, and I met Tracy Smothers, and, you know, it just all fit together. Good old Tracy Smothers. You can't say enough good things about him and his career, man. He he's a true legend in this area, and um, he's a legend in every area. Amen. Yeah, I got. Yeah, he's got more to wrestling than. I mean, he's just one of those guys. Like he he's got that big heart. Helps everybody he can. I'm just I was lucky enough to meet him right off the bat, and uh, you know he just he didn't take a liking to me starting out. Like, it took it took a it took a little while for him to like me, but uh. But, uh, you know, Captain beat me up a few times and found out I wasn't going to quit. And I guess going back for more, he you know, finally took me in. I just, I'm hard-headed. Like, uh, I remember, you know, when I first started, I heard the same rumors, you know, wrestling straight, you know, this and that. So going into thinking, you know, I'd amateur wrestle uh, all through grade school and elementary school, grade school, middle school, uh, high school. And, uh, so I, I was just like, you know, I already know how to do this. Like, not I wasn't like cocky at the time. But uh, then he handed me my and uh, I remember thinking, I remember thinking downstairs, like, man, I thought this was fake. Oh, yeah. So uh, you know, I went ahead and come back, even though I was beat up, and bruised up, things like that. Beat me up again, and again. Finally, uh, finally, I got that. You know, hey, so where are you at tomorrow? A lot of home, you know, like, spread change clothes. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I still change it. Like, I didn't have a pack bag or And he's like, all right, no, me. I thought we were just going to the town to help train. I didn't realize I was going on the road for eight months, never coming home again. 
about for you and Andy Douglas to become the Naturals? Well, that was a, that was a weird deal, too. Uh, me and Kathy were a tag team when we signed. When I, whenever I signed, we were the Hot Shots. So, first uh, six pay-per-views, they big watch. Uh, me and Kathy at the Hot Shots. Right. And then, uh, our contract re-signed them up. And I don't, I still, like, you know, I never asked because it's none of my business. But for some reason, Kathy and the office just, they went separate ways on on the contract side. So, um, and we, we uh, when our contracts come up, we went and did uh, a couple of WWE deal, deals too at the time before coming back to So I think that kind of had a little hand in it as well. But uh, a few weeks later, they called me up and told me they wanted me to chat with this guy. I wanted me to come down to the fairgrounds and meet him. And I had already met him prior. I just didn't know who it was until I got down there. So when we got in there, they introduced me to Andy and, uh, I was just like, they was like, you know, if you guys can gain a little bit of weight, you know, we want to do something with you, and this and that. And it was like, uh, once you guys get throw some ideas, there's like, uh, you know, uh, we just want you guys bigger for TV. So I was like, man, I mean, I'm working out there every day. I don't know about him, but I don't know how to really get bigger. I mean, this, here I am, I think I was like 21 at the time or so, maybe 22, and, and I was just, <laughs> Start talking to Andy, and Andy's like, man, we just got to start double and triple on the gym. And, you know, I was, I was bigger him at the time, so he was like, uh, really put on, trying to put on some weight. He took us on a deep sea fishing trip, uh, maybe a week later. Maybe, it might have been six. But, uh, they took us to, uh, Louisiana, um, before Hurricane Katrina, you know, like way before that, we went down there, got on, uh, you know, Told, they told us we was going on a fish We ended up on a yacht, and, you know, I'd never been to fish. I never watched on TV, didn't know anything about that. I just knew how to fish, you know, in a pond, lake, river. Right. So, uh, you know, it was a learning experience. Like, uh, we got out there catching these huge fish in there, and it's crazy, like, uh, you know, everything. So, on that trip, the office was with us. And we ended up coming up with the name uh, Natural Heat because I was always in trouble at the time and Andy was so new, but he was on his verge of, of trouble at the time, too. So I was like, man, what's a heat magnet? So then we just called Natural Heat. So we stopped off of this uh, cracker barrel on the way down. And we, man, it was like, it was uh, Ryan Wilson was with us, too. So me, Andy, and Ryan Wilson, he ended up being uh, doing like a Lord Humongous thing. And then he was uh, part of Red Shirt Security on TV back in the day. But he uh, he did some stuff with Titus or something like that with WWE. I can't remember what they called him. He got signed. But uh, he was just a big man. Like tall, wide, muscular, just man. He, he, looked, he was just huge. And uh, so everywhere we went, like we stood out. You know, he had two long hairs. You know, like muscled up guys, and he had this pretty big Sasquatch standing behind us all the time, like, <laughs> walking with us, you know. So everybody's always like, you know, everywhere we went on that trip was like, hey, who are you guys? What do you guys do? So, uh, that Cracker Barrel, everybody in that Cracker Barrel, it was packed. Everybody came up, stood in line, and got autographs. And uh, as we're signing, we kept signing Natural Heat, Natural Heat. 
he just got tired. Like, I was like, man, we gotta find this rest of our lives. I'm already having writer's cramp and all this. So, so we and decided to change it just to the Naturals. And then, uh, so, Natural Heat survived for about three hours. And then we went to the Naturals. <laughs> 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 and, uh, man, we had a heck of a time at the, on the DC fishing show. It's the first time I'd been around Andy. So when we got together, we got down there, you know, they told us to go to bed because we had to be up super early to get on the shot. And so me and Andy, it's like, whatever. So we went over to the bar next door and, like, I think it was like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. They're, you know, they're closing down and we're loud mouthing together now. We've, you know, we've got to hit it off. And Bob Ryder comes over, you know, he's like standing at, the, at our table going, you guys have to get to bed, like, right now. And we're like, what? We're like, you know, we're, you know, each other, you know, and he's like, Coach, you gotta be up in two hours, you gotta be on this boat. Like, like, uh, you know, if you guys don't ever have to come back, I got a boat, doctor. Like, I come here all the time. Like, you guys are making a fool out of me. <laughs> I guess we was like being stupid. So, uh, we ended up walking down and there's telling us, like, watch out on your walk back. Like, there, there is alligators. Like, where, yeah, alligators on the side of the road. And I try to stay warm at night. And I'm going, what? What are they talking about? So as we're walking, every time we hear like a little, you know, something moving in the bushes, like I'm like, oh man, I don't get this on the phone. Let's walk home. We never gonna be on TV. We're gonna, we're gonna be, you know, come on, be missing a leg. He's gonna be missing a leg. We'll have to be, we'll have to hug each other on our tag team. <laughs> now, um, so, so that was it, man. Like uh, we got on a deep sea fishing trip and, and uh, uh, around the boat or whatever, and uh, you know, just had a heck of a time. We made everybody laugh. And, all this, I got to know us a little bit, and man, they just started liking to us. I started doing stuff like this, uh, and we was with them until I think 08 is, uh, was my last time on actual TV with them. I went back did a couple of pay-per-views after that. But uh, other than that, I mean, me and him was like stuck side-by-side side for, I think we have gone, we do six days a week on the road at one time. So from 2002 to 08, we're married right that's how it is on the road you're married to your partner whoever you're traveling with man you know it's all man. a lot of tag teams aren't close anymore you know they're like they only wrestle once a week twice a week maybe they're lucky you know and it's not the way it used to be you know we used to we'd stay like we'd find it's hard I mean this might only be one of the, you know one show in the whole country on a Tuesday or on a Wednesday we'd find that show we'd make that experience no matter where we had to drive from, so right. we had to take first driving. We just drive all over. We was everywhere. That's what you had to do. I mean, that's what they, they need to do now. Like you said, tag teams, a lot of the tag teams, a lot of the guys, man, don't even have the camaraderie that they used to back in the day. They don't have a clue who had tag We was watching a, there's a WWE pay-per-view coming on. This is, this is years, years ago. It had to be 05, 06. And uh, before the pay-per-view, uh, Jericho had called Bob, Bob Ryder, and we were all over his house, you know, running the pay-per-views. So we all went over there just to watch and hang out. And uh, Jericho had called Bob, wanted to know how we did certain certain things in the ring. So Bob was like, man, it's kind of funny. They're all sitting here right now. So, like, uh, me, Storm, and Andy, I think Chris Harris was even there at the time. Uh, I think all, all of us were there, AMW and the Naturals. And, uh, you know, we got on speakerphone and run through the spot on how to do it, how to do certain things, and then they did it on the, on the pay-per-views. You know, it was like, big pat on the back, like, uh, I know 
we were there, but we weren't making that kind of cast. We're still, we're still, uh, you know, taking one for the team, hoping TNA was going to break away big, you know what I mean? Right. And, I mean, like you said, you had a good run with them. I mean, you did quite a bit, and now you've moved on, and you're making a name for yourself all over. I mean, you're hitting every show. You've been all over the place. Y'all are coming up with uh, Ring Warriors on WGN. Can you tell us a little bit about Ring Warriors and how it came about? Yeah, uh, Ring Warriors, it's actually been around quite a few years. Uh, uh, Howard uh, Brody, uh, he started it, and uh, they did a lot of stuff over in... um, Oh, where's that? Um, they did some stuff in Miami, Tampa, and um, and it was on uh, it was on some island. I can't remember what island. But man, they were flying people down and, and taking care of them, putting them up. And it was uh, and then we, it was only doing stuff about every two years. It only runs, you know, a back-to-back show, and it it would be an all-day thing. It'd be from one p.m. So 11 o'clock at night, and every known non-contracted talent in the world would be there. And we just, we'd, it was almost like a tournament. We'd wrestle uh, three or four times a day, and it's like an old amateur tournament, you know, amateur wrestling tournament, the way that they had it set up, you know, how many times you had to wrestle in the day. Right. So, uh, but they didn't run consistently, and they were videotaping it and selling it overseas, and, and it was on certain networks over there, so, uh, and that's just how they had it all set up. So, fast forward, uh, you know, I haven't done anything for them in probably three years, and they got a hold of me and said that they're, uh, they got national TV taping going on, but they wouldn't tell me, the, they couldn't tell anybody what station at the time. They just said it was a major station, and wanted us to come in to Las Vegas, and this is going to be an ongoing thing. So we don't, I, I mean, even even Cassidy, you know, like, call him, he, he usually knows everything. If he's on the internet all the time, he's always looking things up, and he, he knows your birthday, and shoe size, and what your kids' names are, and <laughs> send everybody cards. <laughs> he, he's a hell of a politician. So, uh, so I called him, and he didn't even know. So uh, he said he got the same phone call I got, pretty much. And he's, he's in with, with all those guys. Like, he's, you know, he's really close. Um, so when it all when it all broke news, uh, we all found out at the same time, you know, same time as, as everybody else reading the internet found out. So uh, it's, you know, it's a major major company, and you know, you promised everything in this career, you know, in the career, you're always promised, and everything's a big letdown. You get your hopes up, and it falls through all the time, you know. And uh, I have to say, like Howard, uh, it's one of those guys that has he's pulled through, you know, he's Everything that he's that he said he's going to do uh, over these years, he's never given promises. I mean, he's, he's done, you know, and uh, he went above and beyond on the WGN. So we went out there um, last week with taped. Uh, I think it was, uh, I don't know what the dates were, so right off the top of my head. Um, but uh, we was out there uh, taped Wednesday and Thursday. So we pulled out Tuesday, we did Wednesday all day, uh, doing a behind the scenes. Uh, videos and things like that, vignettes, and then uh, we had a regular show. We did a two and a half hour show, and then the next day the exact same thing. Uh, they started around seven. We ended about nine thirty, nine forty-five, um, and 
it was uh it was amazing like the job that they had uh you know they took care of us when we was out there uh it, 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 it felt like it felt like a major production I, you know it was uh definitely something that, uh i think it's going to take off they're they're really big on tag team wrestling at the moment that's that's one thing setting on my hearts from everybody else so there's a lot of uh tag teams that they have um that have been on the west coast and building names out on that side that you know the east coast hasn't seen yet you know that a few guys coming in from the east coast that uh you know that, that a lot of people haven't seen you know they haven't been on national tv right. so it's uh you know it's a good starting point they're trying to they're building uh they're building the product from the ground up the way it should be they're not taking not bringing in you know high dollar paid names that are uh you know trying to take the show over you know that's just the way everything goes you, you bring in the, the bigger name guys and and they're uh you know first off their pay takes away from everybody else and then you know they don't they don't want to do business the correct way they want to they want to try to keep their souls alive. And I get it. I mean, but they've had their time, you know, trying to pass that torch. And right. I'm, I, you know, I was very happy. With him. I was very pleased with the outcome of Ring Warriors because they, uh, you know, everybody's in the office. It's, man, they're putting nine days into it. Like they put a lot into it. There's a lot of thought that went into it. Behind the scenes, they had everything. Uh, you know, it was, it was like a, they, had a, they had a little machine going, you know what I mean? Like, they, they had everything on time shoes and putting people where they needed to be and getting people. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do that, like, uh, with just a few men in your crew, you know? WWE is a well-oiled machine that's been around for many, many years. They've had a lot of trial and error to get to where they're at today. There's, there's hundreds of people behind that scene telling you what to do and where to go and things like that to keep that machine rolling the way that it does. Right. That way they can shoot a live TV, you know, for a three-hour live TV. It's, it's hard because you got you got people that don't know the time cues, doesn't show up where they need to be. They're, they're you know, they're over here lollygagging around, over here eating when there shouldn't be, you know, like uh, uh, they went out last night and, you know, got arrested, whatever. I mean, there's a million different things that goes on that, you know, at the drop of a hat, you have to change. It takes, takes a lot of talent and behind-the-scenes hard work to get that, you know, just to keep rolling the way that it does. And, uh, you know, Ring Warriors is pulling it off with, with a handful of guys and not that, you know, hundreds of people behind the scenes. So, uh, you know, it just goes to show how professional everybody was that they did bring in for these shows and, uh, you know, the storylines that they had rolling with it, things like that. So, uh, so I think uh, September 15th, uh, WGN comes on at 8 a.m. And, you know, sit through it, you know, set your DVRs or whatever, because I think you're going to, I think you're going to see something that's going to have that nice old school feel to it with the tag team wrestling and bringing the, the sport of wrestling back instead of so much talking and, uh, you know, there's, it's so quick, like, whenever you, whenever you're in WWE, you know, you got three hours, but you only got a four minute match, you know, right. and, and it's it's hard. It's it, everything's rushed, and you don't know. The, it's just weird. Like up there, like it's it's very stressful. And when it gets to the curtain, and they're like, "Oh, that guy went over a segment," you know, we're gonna cut you down to two, you know, and you've already pre-planned everything all day long because that's what they want you to do. So now your now your heart stops because you're like, "Oh man!" Like 
what am I going to do? Like, you don't get to talk to that other guy. He's already out there in the ring. And you're walking out going, shoot, i got to take, you know, a four-minute match and try to run quickly into two minutes. And, you know, we can't really talk too much on TV because there's so many cameras on you at one time. So it, it gets a little rough. Um, Ring Warriors run that away. They give us time to tell the story and and work. And um, that's I think that's what's missing in wrestling. You know, uh, they don't have time anymore. I mean, even even with a three-hour TV show, you know, that the Fed has, uh, they don't have enough time. They try to rush everything. They try to fit everything into one pay-per-view every month, where Ring Warriors gave us our time. And... You know, uh, they gave everybody time, and that—that's—that's that's what's going to make the difference right here. Right, that that old school TV feel to it. Um, that that, that man, for AP in Las Vegas and all that going on out there, I, they they packed an arena two nights in a row. So uh, I don't know how they did it. I mean, they were they were charging at the door though, and it wasn't it wasn't cop tickets. So uh, but they they did their job, you know. And camera crew was right on where they needed to be. I mean, it's. It's, uh, and that was just our first run, you know. It's only going to get better from there. That's fantastic. Another question I've got for you. I mean, I know you've worked a who's who's list of some of the biggest names in this industry. Is there any chance of Chase Stevens making his way maybe to New Japan or something in the future? You know, I've uh, we've emailed back and forth a few times over the years, and nothing has just ever come about. Um, they they only take uh, so many, you know, money, money, and and. They have certain people they got to pay under contracts and things like that, and you know they don't. Um, it's, it's hard. It's rough. Like uh, you know, I need somebody that speaks for me over there and you know puts in those words and, and keeps keeps feeding into them until they finally say you know bring this guy over. And as of right now, you know, uh, I'm 20 years into the business and uh, you know I haven't been over there yet. Um, I would love to go uh, and. I'd love to tear the house down a few times over in Japan. So, if they ever do give me the call or ever do send me the email, like you can you can bet your bottom dollar I'll be on a plane on my way over there. Heck yeah, I don't blame you. So, when I said you you've worked a who's who's name of guys in this business that have you know. Who is some of the biggest names in your mind that you have been able to step in the ring with that you've enjoyed working with? There ain't too many people I haven't enjoyed working with. I've, I've always, you know, uh, most people are really, most of them are, are good people and, and you get along really well with them. And uh, trying to wrestle them, whether they want to walk and talk in the ring and, and just, uh, you know, be a, be an actual wrestler, or if they want to be an entertainer and choreograph it in the back and try to come up with uh, with things. I've always I've been able to switch to uh do either or, and there ain't, there ain't anybody I can think of that haven't uh, had any major issues with on things like that. Um, but, uh, you know, the biggest, I guess, I guess the biggest name that I've wrestled that kind of made me think a little bit was, uh, was Sting. You know, uh, locking up with Sting is like kind of a little change of pace and you know, he's he's that icon that built the whole company, you know what I mean? Like uh, right. and, you know staying in flair. So uh you know, walking up with him and him letting me call 
and, you know, walk and talk with me and let me um, direct the match was uh, was a big stepping stone. And then getting in the back and him, you know, appraising me and shaking my hand and things like that and saying I did a good job. And that just, it just boosts you, it boosts you, you know what I mean? Like, you, sometimes you get down this business a little bit and, you know, being on the road and, you know, you read stuff on the internet you always got your haters out there. You know, it just kind of gets you down a little bit. So, right. you know, people like that boosting your boosting you up a little bit, man. It, it really does like like make you feel good. And you know, I just remember you know him doing that for me. You know, he didn't have to. He didn't have to do anything. He didn't. He didn't have to work for me. He was just like, I don't know who this shit is. I'm not anybody. You know, but he didn't went out there and what does that for me? Um, Jerry Lawler, um, he's worked his ass off for me many times in the ring. I uh, have to give him all the credit in the world. You know, I know that uh, I'm a little bit younger than Jerry, and he he works his ass off. And, uh, and you know, my first time ever wrestling him, I didn't expect that out of him. He goes out there and gives it everything he's got. Matches, and uh, that's newfound respect for him whenever that whenever you know first time I ever locked up but got to working so uh, so he's one of those guys that you know hopefully uh, hopefully I can still wrestle at that age you know um, right <laughs> but, but, yeah but even you know even if like he's, he's going out there and working with you know you know me who's young and hungry and ready to go and, and he, he went out there you know tore the house down you know and uh, Put it, put in all that. So, can't. Um, uh, it's just one of those guys. Like, uh, and a lot of those guys are like that, man. A lot of those old timers, you know, they love the business. It's changed a lot over the years. I can't imagine what you know, what all they think about it nowadays. But they still go out there and they still have the love for the sport, and they give it. They're all most of them, most of them that I've been. With. So. Um, I don't know. There's a there's a lot there's a lot of people I still haven't got to work with. There's a lot of people. I mean, I know everybody. I've talked to everybody, but I haven't got to get in the ring with them. But you know, getting on the road with them or sitting down, um, eating with them or something like that, and just picking their brain and listening to them talk. Like you know, you just pick up on things. And you know, uh, I, I learned most, almost. I, I learned so much just being on the road and listening to these guys tell me stories over the years um, because. Later on down the road, I ended up in the same situation or similar situation. And I remember what, what you know, I remember that story that guy was telling me and how to react to it or how to overcome it or things like that. And it's, it's man, it, like I said, if you don't, uh, it, the business will eat you up if you don't know, you know, if you don't have that. Right. Have those people helping you out, you know what I mean? Um, if you're trained in, in the sport by somebody that's uh, not quite been there and you know, there's plenty of them out there that are training people daily and, or weekly or whatever, and and they're not they're not trained well enough themselves. It shouldn't be showing anybody anything, but you know, there's no sanction for those things. So, uh, so the, those guys, you know, if they ever do, those trainees, some of them are athletes. They just don't have the knowledge, right. and they'll get the you know they'll get a call and end up at an NXT or TNA house show or Ring of Honor or now Ring Warriors. You know, like there's there's a lot of uh, television out there for those guys and they need talent all the time, you know? So um, when they call those guys and they get there, they don't, they get eaten up because they don't know what 
what's going on, and they don't know how to interact. And when something goes bad, because it does, like the only way to become good is you got to mess up so many times. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's a trial and error thing, you know. Like you're going to screw up so many times until you get it right, you know. And a lot of these guys haven't had that ring time to uh, <laughs> to have those mess ups. So it, it does happen though, and it's going to happen live on TV, and they're not going to know what to do, and that's what happens. And and you know the office. You know, it's a little bad vibe for them uh, because they come in the back and, you know, they're just they're heartbroken inside. You know, they feel like they let everybody down and, you know, they kick something or push something over or say something wrong, like in the wrong tone of voice. And they say, no, that guy's, uh, you know, he's let go and everybody says he has a bad attitude and things like that. And, and I see it. I mean, I know where it's, where it's all coming from. But, uh, but you know, that guy just, it, just not, it just wasn't, he wasn't taught right. That all goes back to the trainer teaching them respect and how this uh, sport goes. I mean, we all mess up. I would be where I was at if I haven't messed up millions of times, you know. And Grandpa uh, Terry Taylor told me in the back in the day. I remember him. I remember being frustrated in the locker room. I mean, you just tell my face. I wasn't really saying nothing. I didn't. I didn't talk much about this. But uh, you know, Terry was like, you know, what's wrong? So you know, I told him, and he's like. You know, it's a house show. He's like, it's 300 people. Like, 300 people saw you mess up. He's like, that's it. Not 3 million, 300. He's like, so do that here, because that's where it belongs. Right. And don't worry about it, because now it's, a, now it's a learning experience of what not to do when you make it to the top. He's like, oh, I've been Terry Taylor my whole life. He's like, you don't think I've messed up? He's like, I've messed up so many times in life. He's like, oh, it would be great if it wasn't for the failures. And, and, you know, that's just one of those buttons that clicked in my head. So the light bulb came on, and I was like, man, that's right. Like, at one point in time, he was in my shoes. You know, he messed up, too. We all messed up. So then I've got another question, because you mentioned that there's still guys out there that you haven't worked. If What's you that have- now? I said I have another question. You said that there were guys out there that you still haven't got to work yet. Out of some of the talent today, who are some of the guys that you would love to have a match with? Uh, the ones today that are performing, um, you know, everybody, uh, everybody's always putting over Kenny Omega right now, saying that, uh, he's the best in the business. I like to walk up with him one time and see if those, see if that's true. Um, so he would definitely be one that I'd be hunting for. Um, Cody Rhodes, I'd like to work with Cody. Uh, you know, I like Dusty Dead. He's he's another one of those veterans that did a lot for me. You know, I won two world titles off of his uh, him having the book. So uh, so I'd love to get in there and you know work work with uh, Cody. Um, up top, with um, the Fed. You know. Um, I'd like to work with any of those guys on top. Like, uh, they've all been there for a time being, and they, uh, you know, they got that, they know how to, they got that work ratio down. They, you know, they, they, they've been right there at that main event level for, for years now. So I would like to lock up with a few of them and see if I got, see if I have what it takes to be at that main event status. So any of those guys on top, I would love to lock up with and just see what I could do. Like, big or small, you know, I was, not to, you know, have gain for everybody. So, uh, so just 
depending on who I work with, you know, uh, I've worked the big show and, and, you know, we'll kind of match with him. And I've worked with some of the little guys on the Indies before, you know, and done the same high flying stuff that, you know, uh, like, a, like a younger Ray Mysterio would do. Right. So, uh, so I feel like I'm a well rounded uh, professional. So, uh, big, big swath. Just whoever they see me in the ring with, I want to go out there and turn the house down and show the world what I'm made of. Time and time again, 20 years, I'm still, still hungry and ready to go. Man, and I, I've watched you, and, and as a matter of fact, you probably don't remember me, but I was a really young kid when y'all were running Nashville, and uh, I was up there, and Johnny Morton and a couple of guys were doing security and things, and they took me along for the ride. And then I wasn't using the name Gabriel Devine. I was going by Biscuit, and they had me ref a few matches for him. And I had known Jeff from the time I was a kid when he used to wrestle over here in Jonesboro and Memphis and stuff for his dad. And uh, we crossed paths up there, and I, I hooked on to watching your stuff and you and Andy and everything you were doing and going forward there. And, man, you know, I've never been disappointed in one of your matches. I've always enjoyed you. You've entertained and uh, then years later, you were running uh, running down the road with Ron Horn, and we had crossed paths when y'all were teaming up and, and doing shows together and stuff. And uh, as you know, Ron's a mutual friend of ours. Uh, Carl and him have actually roomed together. They've uh, they've tagged together before and stuff. And it just it just amazes me that you know Ron's story and you coming together and then us. You know, it's an honor to get you on the show and get to talk to you and get your story, man. And I just, as a fan, I want to say, you know, damn good job uh, as a worker. Man, I admire your dedication, and I wish that more guys out there had that because a lot of the guys don't believe in that today. And if they had that, I think they could be better. I agree 100% with you on, on the tail end of everything. Um, thank you, thank you uh, for supporting me and watching me through all those years. Um, means a lot. Uh, Ron Horn, great guy. I can't say enough good about him. You know, he's, he's one of those guys that, you know, uh, overcome personal demons and come out on top and seems to be doing very well for himself. You know, uh, I met Ron. I, I, I remember meeting Ron at a, at a TNA gut check that I just randomly showed up at. You know, and I remember, uh, I was, I was, I think I was coming out of Texas, I can't remember, and it was either Mississippi or Arkansas or somewhere, and I seen online where they was doing gut checks and did did these little tryouts on, on our TNA house shows, and then uh, they liked you, they hired you, so, you know, me, me being the smart-ass that I am, I was like, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to try out for TNA, so uh, I come pulling my bags in, and Jeff, like, turned around, and I was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, you're for the gut check. And I paid my money. I was like, uh, heard you guys are hiring. And he started laughing. He said, yeah, you guys did the gut check. And I was like, ha-ha, now I'm doing the gut check. I was like, oh, you guys put it out there? I was like, I'm not under contract. I was like, so, uh, so I got the ring, and, and uh, Ron was one of those guys that was all kind of gut check. And uh, Jeff pulled me to the side uh, during the gut check and asked me who he was, and put Ron over to Jeff and then uh, went back and jumped back in the ring did some stuff uh, with uh, the of Brown and then uh, when it's all said and done uh, I pulled Ron to the side and 
know, something Jeff was asking about, he said, like that, just heads up that eyes are on him, you know, uh, be very professional. And then uh, after that, we kind of, you know, we talk here and there, but I always remembered his name after that. And then, uh, it was, I think it was like a year or so later, maybe not even that long, I don't know. Uh, he started going, I, he asked if I could get him on some shows and things like that time. And, uh, I started getting booked where I was going. He just started traveling with me on the road and he was one of my road warriors, you know? Right. And, and man, he's, he, he's a monster, you know? So he, uh, he was like, uh, my, you know, my ring brother, you know, like, uh, before we went, it was Chase Stevens or Ron Horn, you know? So, uh, he was still the day, I guess. Like people, uh, asking all the time, they'll text me or email me or whatever. And, you know, like, hey, you know, can you and Ron come in and do this? And there was like a, there was like a couple of years in there where I didn't talk to him. Me and Ron just, I was never, obviously, at minus time or whatever. So we didn't talk for a while. So I was like, well, you know, I haven't talked to Ron forever, you know? So, so, apart from me getting, coming in for a book. Yeah, so, uh, and I and I thought he quit the business. I just thought he got out of it. You know, like sometimes, like I said, this business gets better sometimes. So um, I thought he got out of the business, and then he got a hold of me here in the past year and told me about what all he has going on and things like that. And he came up to Nashville, hung out here with his family, and you know, we just uh, kind of picked up where we left off and. You know, he's, he's got his own shows going on now, so I'm, I'm happy for him, you know. It's, uh, the road life isn't for everybody, you know, and it'll eat you alive if you don't know, you know, if you don't, if you let it. I mean, if you, if you let it in, it will eat you alive, because, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to have a family and kids and things like that be on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just, it's rough, and as much as anybody watching this at home thinks I can do that, you know, yeah, you can. You can totally do it for a couple months, maybe a year. But, you know, as soon as you find you a girl that you want to settle down with, you have kids, and then you got to be on the road the next six days, or you got to be in a different country for, for 14 days, you know, and there's no cell service. Like, you're not going to, you're on a bus, they like you got Wi Fi, or they're going to, you know, stop you off at the local uh, public library so you can email your wife and kids. So, you know, it falls into that trust category today. And it's just, it's a rough life, you know. And you can only take so much of it until you're like, you know what, I'm just going to do another job. Wrestling ain't for me, you know. I'm going to spend time with my wife and kids. So, you know, that's what happens. People, they're on the road for a few, you know, a few years. And then they go a separate way because it is rough, man. Right. The fact that your body takes all that abuse and you gotta get up the next day and you gotta do it anyway. Like, there's no calling in sick. Like, it, you know, doesn't matter if you got broken bones. Like, you know, I got a completely torn ACL. I mean, I've had it for four years now. I ain't got time to go out to surgery and get it done. You know? uh, and it did hurt. It hurt for the longest time. But now it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's weird. It's adjusted itself. So it doesn't bother me. And I work, I work fine in the rain. It doesn't pop out on me or anything like that. But, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's something that, even, you know, anybody you hear of today, you get an ACL tear, and they're like, you know, they're on the shelf for six months, you know, uh, you know, football players, things like that, they're out for the whole season. Right. So I didn't, I didn't have that, you know, it's like, wrestling is what pays my bills, so, you know, uh, I don't know how many nights I've had broken noses, and, 
Promoters wanting to reach out to you to get you booked, or if the fans want to know where you're going to be at, how can they reach you to book you, and where can they find out where you're booked at? Okay, so to book me, uh, I have an email address. Those uh, go to my agent. It's uh, Chase Stevens Bookings. Chase Stevens Bookings at Yahoo.com, and that'll I get that, and my agent gets that. So. Uh, so one of us will email you back and just tell us a time, date, uh, where it's at, and then we'll, we'll negotiate from there. Um, and then if the fans want to know what I'm doing and what I'm up to, I say I try to stay pretty fluent on social media. So my Facebook, I have two Facebooks. Um, you just type in Chase Stevens fans at Facebook.com. Uh, or whatever, however you can search that. Search Chase Stevens, it'll pull me up. Um, and then, uh, so I have me on that. Uh, it's, like I said, I have two sites. So I have my personal page you can add me on, or I have a, I have a fan page type, type thing set up where, uh, where I can have as many followers as I, as I want. Um, and then my Instagram is uh, Chase underscore Stevens. Search me on that. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I try to keep every. I try to post a picture or so a day, and try to keep everybody, you know, 
and my flyers and where I'm going to be at. I don't, I don't put, you know, what all I'm traveling and where I'm coming from and things like that, but I try to put all the flyers that I get up on there at least a week in advance to advertise for the show and let everybody know that I'm coming into town. Uh, some of my old school followers actually come out and see me. So, um, you know, like this weekend, I'm in, in uh, I want to say Newburgh, Indiana. So I'm up by Indianapolis. Uh, I'll be there uh, Friday and Saturday. So, um, and then I, I'm booked every weekend. So I just uh, stay you know, busy. Yeah, stay busy. I try to stay booked up. So I, I think booking three months in advance and try to because you have some cancellations in between, and that way I can you know give the next person that got a hold of me, I can give them wash and booking. Well, man, we appreciate having you on the show. Like we said, it was an honor to have you on, and, and thank you for giving us the privilege to interview you. And we'd love to keep in touch and have you back on again and, and talk some more about Ring Warriors and maybe even some more about stuff you've done in, in your career and different road stories. And maybe we can cross paths one day at a show because we've, uh, we've actually started taking our podcast to shows now. We'll actually be at Ron Horn's Redeemed Wrestling this weekend, and then we'll be at the Brickhouse Brown Memorial Show. So, well, that's good. good. Maybe one day we'll get to cross paths with you and sit down and do another interview in person and do some video footage for our YouTube channel and things like that. And anytime, guys. Anytime you guys need me, just give me an email or hit me up on the show. Like uh, I, I, you know, I'll take all the time in the world. Just whatever you need. Uh, pretty easy going on things like that. So. uh I'll help you out. You guys help me out. Uh, that's how we get our, you know, that's how that's this business is built. That's right, so, man. And that's what we're here so for. Thank you, brother. Thank appreciate you. it. Good to thank hear from you. Thank you for bringing you. me on. Thank you. Thank you very much. You guys have a good night. All right. You too, you too. brother. All right. See you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, that was one half of TNA's Naturals. He's been an NWA tag champion. He's been just all over the world. Uh, with TNA and with other promotions and now with Ring Warriors out of uh, Las Vegas. Can't say enough good things about him. Uh, like I said, I've crossed paths, with, crossed paths with him before. He's traveled with our friend Ron Horn and, and just a true talent and a true testament to this business and, and a hell of a competitor. And it was great to get him on and, man, it was a blast. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot more stuff than I ever, you know. Right. And, it, and it was really cool. I mean, I never, I would have never known that Tracy Smothers trained him. I wouldn't have either. Uh, I, I really didn't know that. I was just sitting over here just listening. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I didn't even have to ask him very many questions because one question led to him just telling us everything. I oh, mean, yeah. I can't wait to get him back on and definitely, hear what, definitely hear what else, you know, some road stories and stuff. Definitely have to get him back on and ask him some questions about road stories. And uh, after Ring Warriors airs, we can get him back on and talk about that. And, and maybe we'll get one of those stories from Ron Horn this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We got we to gotta badger Ron again and get him back on this weekend. But uh, this episode probably won't air until next week anyway. So, But we want to thank everybody for listening, guys. That was uh, Chase Stevens. If you, if you don't know who Chase Stevens is, YouTube, Google, guys, check him out. He is a hell of a talent. He is one of the best in the business to the day. He is uh, a great tag team competitor and a damn good singles competitor. He's all over the world right now. He's all over uh, the United States wrestling every every weekend. He doesn't ever take a weekend off. 
Um, like he said, you can find him on Facebook, his fan page and his personal page. You can find him on Instagram. You can find him through the Chase Stevens bookings at yahoo.com. Uh, just keep in touch with him and, and find out what he's doing. And if you're a promoter, you can book him through the Yahoo. Uh, you can reach us at ccwarrestling at yahoo.com. You can reach us at Twitter at Locals Wrestling for Wrestling with the Locals. You can reach us on Facebook page, uh, Wrestling with the Locals, and our Instagram handles are CCWA Commissioner and CCWA Booker, and our shoot names and Facebook pages, our personal pages, are Del Troutman and Carl Warren. We will also be live in Memphis, Tennessee, August 25th, 25th. live on Beale Street. We are going to be talking to many legends there. We're going to be doing a a podcast uh, Calling the rat, they're gonna have wrestling matches. We're gonna be calling the matches. On Trying our to get some footage for the YouTube channel. Uh, we're gonna record. We're gonna record it with a camera. We got our camera. We're gonna record. <clears throat> Probably talk. Try to get a hold. Of, talk with uh, some of the legends like uh, Rocky Bill Dun- Johnson, Rocky Bill Johnson, Dundee, Bill Dundee, Reggie B. Fine, King Cobra, and then uh, after that's over with. We're going to Jerry Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. And we're going to... Oh, 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 we're going to announce that now? We're not going to hold that one? Okay, well, then we'll just hold off on that one. We're not... Okay. I I just figured we would hold off on that one. Well, I mean... You can't give it all away! Y'all just have to stay tuned and watch and listen to the next episode. This is... This right here. This is what Chase was talking about with good tag teams. You've got to work together... And we're not working together because you're going over here and you're trying to... Anyway, let me handle this first. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Wrestling with the Locals. I'm fixing to get off here and handle this problem. And thank we you will... to Collar and Elbow <laughs> yes, Brand.com. CollarandElbowBrand.com. Code CCWA29 saves you 10% on any purchases that you make with them. Swirls and Rent One of Paragold, Arkansas. And that's part of the uh, heat magnet that Chase was talking about. What? <laughs> That's what I do. Oh, you get the heat? (laughs) I get the heat, You get the heat? So do I, so it's okay. (laughs) But this has been another episode of Wrestling with the Locals. It's been a blast. And like we said, it was an honor and a privilege to interview Chase Stevens, who is going to be a legend in this business someday, if not a Hall of Famer somewhere, some way, because of his 20 years going and still ain't slowing down. With an ACL injury, still wrestling, had it for four years. I'll be crying for my mama. Dude, me too. You know, I, I've got a messed up shoulder and, and my neck and stuff, and I hurt every day, and, and it's just, where? <laughs> you know, so. I tried to do the wrestling thing to pay the bills, but, uh, yeah, those those shows weren't coming around to help pay those bills. <laughs> right. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a blast. We are ready to take this show live, and we're going to be on the road traveling with our family for the next couple of weekends. And bringing y'all some of the best interviews and best segments that we can bring you for Titanic. Don't, don't forget one more thing. What? what? Donate. Yes, the donations. yes, yes. Donations. There is a clip on the Facebook page, but you can go to the Anchor app. It's $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99. If you don't want to donate through that, you can donate directly to one of us through Facebook or something. Or send, we'll, you know, send us something, and we'll get with you. We don't mind you donating $9.99. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and, and the money's not going in our pockets, guys. The money's going to go to charity, and the money is going to It's going to help us equipment. grow and get equipment, get us to shows. Yada, yada, yada. And, and, 
and everything we're doing is for guys like Chase, guys like Ron, guys like Reggie, guys like, you know, all the Everybody. names. We're, we're trying to help put them over, put shows over, and, and help the business grow on the indie level the best we can. And, and with the 3,000 listeners that we've got so far, 3,000 plus listeners, I want to thank every one of y'all for listening and viewing our stuff. And from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate everything y'all have done for us to get us this far in this podcast. And we hope that this time next year, we're still doing this and we're still traveling with it and that it has grown to the point that we've got 9,000 listeners or more and we're at show every weekend, every day of the weekend. And that, you know, everybody's getting bookings and everybody's doing good business. But for Wrestling with the Locals, he is Titanic. I am Gabriel Devine. See you at the show.